Sometimes the smallest of things can make the biggest impact on your life. I don't know what possessed me to step into a carriage on that cool November day, but I don't regret it. Well, maybe once or twice, but only because I wish I'd done so earlier. I remembered being furious at everyone and everything. My work, my lack of personal time, family, hell, my entire life just ticked me off. And I needed a break. It was a blustering Kansas City day with gray skies, wind, the whole bit. My worst kind of day. That carriage with that old woman sitting at the helm, talking to her massive horse, seemed a quick way to get it, even if it was only for a short while. So, on the spur of escapism, I stepped onto the rickety carriage sideboard and plopped into the seat. Looks like we got us a customer. Chloe will be so happy. The woman turned and smiled. She had a soft face with smooth wrinkles and gray eyes, and it gave me a little warmth. Hi, is this okay? Do you have someone else? I asked, not sure if there was a protocol to follow. I passed the carriages daily on the streets, but I had never taken the time to try one. It seemed a little cheesy. I had been born and raised outside a city like this, and the touristy stuff seemed, well, touristy. No, no one else. We were waiting for you, dear. Ready for your ride. Yes, thanks so much. I'm Tess, by the way. So that's Chloe? I watched as we pulled past another carriage with a somewhat younger lady who nodded to my driver. The woman didn't acknowledge me, but nodded. I met Chloe the same day I met my Robert, she said. Well, I'd met him before, but never really paid attention. It's a funny story, or at least it is now. Who would have ever thought I'd get involved in a love triangle at the age of 15? Can you imagine that? It was the day after she'd kicked Grace and Tugs in the head and put him in the hospital. She was in trouble, and I was to escort her to town so the judge could decide what to do with her. Chloe was a friend of yours then? I found it a little odd that the woman so easily dove into personal stories. I myself wasn't comfortable telling my history up front. Oh yes, she had been with us since I was 12, and I love that girl. As much as I loved my Robert, but don't tell him that. She was a meddler, though, always sticking her nose in people's business. That's how we got so close, I guess. It takes a meddler to recognize one. The woman turned and winked. You work over there? She pointed at the building. Yeah, for now. She raised a brow. That doesn't sound too good. My boss isn't very happy with me at the moment. Well, he'll get over it. Men have a way of flying off sometimes. They eventually come to their senses and realize they aren't as big a deal as they think they are. It's good you came out here to give him space, though. I always did that with my Robert, too. As much as I love the man, he damned sure needed a lot of space. Oh, no, it's not like that. We're not, I'm not involved with him. No? She peered at my face. Hmm. Well, that's good. You deserve better than someone you have to run away from to get peace. We all do. To change the subject, I asked again. So you were saying about Chloe? Oh, she was a hero in these parts, you know? But that was a lot later, and you don't have time for that story. All water under the bridge now, anyway. 
The woman slowed the carriage and turned after some people who crossed the street. She couldn't hear, see? And I think that's what made her think to stick her nose in everybody's business. She never heard a word, so teaching her anything was a lost cause. Or at least that's what my dad said at first. Then, after a while, he saw what she was all about. In fact, that day was the beginning of it. She saved me. Her and Robert. That really had my interest. The woman had been in love with two? Yet she married one and still loved the other. Saved you how?